When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that once you pop her, you can't stop her. <laughs> Oh, it's like butt Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something thick. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. I like that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today we're going to talk about dykes. We're going to talk about dykes. And we're going to have... Can s- we say that word? No, we can... I don't know. <laughs> I, um, we have a couple... The only reason I feel great well, uh, about using that word is uh, we have uh, two guests that are joining us, Val and Clara, and they are from the podcast Hot Takes with Hot Dykes. What are they taking and why is it hot? Um, you'll have to listen to the rest <laughs> of the episode to find out. Oh, God. <laughs> great. Uh, but first. But first. Uh, oh, shit. I didn't look up Patreon members. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon members. But yeah. this episode, we're going to say thank you to Jean Vass Leduc. Leduc? French for the bend over. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't get your your leap there, but duck, duck, goose. Leduc, leduc, le goose. Because um, somebody's like, duck. Oh, got it. Got it. I get you. That was... Uh, that's funny. Um, Great. Uh, thank you also to Justin Whitney and to Whitney Houston. Ah, I don't remember. <laughs> I couldn't think of a song right then, so I just went. Somebody. Ah. She probably went. Ah. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. And thank you also <laughs> to Shane Clausen. Shane Clausen. <gasps> White Clausen. He just got engaged. Oh, yeah. He, he posted pictures to the Facebook group. He's there. also real hot. <laughs> now I feel bad for Justin and Jean. You, they might be. I don't know if they're hot or not. Hotness undetermined. Okay. TBD. To be, to be d- dicked. Um, okay. Also, before we start, yeah. I have several corrections. Great. Um, first of all, yeah. I mentioned that uh, Hitler was part Jewish. And on the Facebook group, I heard that uh, while there are some historical quirks that gave rise to this myth, there's no evidence that he was Jewish or had Jewish ancestry. So myth busted. You're welcome. We might as well have a TV show. I mean, there's a, there's a whole thing of like, if he was Jewish, why would he kill all those Jews? And well, that's so if, the, he, like, if he wasn't, then like, does that make him better or worse? Because he's still fucking evil. Who I cares? Mean, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll debate on whether how bad Hitler was later. Hermione, uh, half Jewish. <laughs> it was really weird when she started murdering all those Jews. I was very surprised at that turn at the end of the book. Uh, okay. Also, um, I got a... Uh, someone mentioned that uh, I got very... Uh, I'll say opinionated when you said 10% of the population is... Uh, LGBT. No, you tried to big dick me. It's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I. I'm glad that came across. Okay, so surveys tend to put the LGBT population around five percent. But what someone uh, mentioned in our Facebook group is 
people lie on surveys. Uh, people might not be out. People might not, might not admit it to it themselves. So he said economists put it more like 8 to 10%. So I was wrong to be so violently against that number. Uh, that's quite possibly true. And hopefully we'll get to a place in the world where no one has to lie and everyone can just be themselves so we'll know the actual number. I hope everyone's gay. <laughs> hundred percent we're calling hundred and one percent because some women are pregnant and and their babies are gonna be gay too yeah um mike yeah didn't you have a correction did i have a correction oh well did you want to talk about poop more or not oh yeah yeah we should because we had a big old conversation about it we had a long conversation about poop in our in our our facebook here i'll have dan talk talk dan it's okay to eat your own poop. Great. Thanks, Dan. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Ex- okay. Experts agree. Um, Wait, hold on. My- your microphone is backwards. Oh, my microphone's backwards. Sorry. Oh, that uh, makes sense because you moved it from... Nope. Just... Okay. <laughs> you can squeeze it and then turn it. If you... Up to you. So what was the... I was... Uh, so I was thinking about ass to mouth and um <laughs> as one does uh and, and we talked a, a bit about that in the rooming episode and about the the concept of like you're being fucked and then the guy pulls out and then puts the the dick that was just in your ass in your mouth and oh here i thought atm was a machine for getting your bank money yeah not anymore <laughs> it's a machine for getting your dicks well kyle came up with a much longer acronym than atm it was like oh you're why why a T-Y-O-M. Your own ass to your own mouth. Yeah. Different than... Because you can do other asses to other... Yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking about, like... Uh, I, I got a little fixated on the, like, fecal-born infection element of it. And there's obviously other infections. Um, uh, uh, the, ST, the STI... You could pass an STI from your own ass to your own mouth. But, like, arguably, like, you're going to get treated no matter what, right? So... Uh, so kick so just spread that shit around <laughs> um you know obviously that puts you at more risk of passing it to more people because there's now two places in your body that are infected um so the example that helped me is e coli because we talked about that so you, yeah if you you can't get e coli from ass to mouth your own ass your own mouth. ass to your own mouth yeah uh, because if you have it you already have it. yeah you if could you however put it in the dick of the other person that whose dick you're sucking and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Um, or they could have got it by fucking you, but um, so you don't even ask, need ass to mouth to to do that. But um, yeah. yeah, that's what I got kind of fixated on. We had a really big discussion about like, does that mean it's safe? And it's not safe. It's maybe safer than we were implying. It's just there's there's one thing that you don't have to worry about that we thought like <laughs> yeah. It, yeah that's not it, it is not safe. There are inherent yeah. risks to it. It's just hey, you won't get E. coli just from salad. Yeah dysentery you you won't re-get dysentery you won't re-get hepatitis from your own poop you um, will get kicked out of my house <laughs> <laughs> yeah great thanks for letting us know all that stuff yeah let's learn and grow together. we also in part of that conversation was like if y'all are listening to us for your sex ed oh i got real don't, nervous don't like, do that oh my god if people are like no no no, kyle and mike said this might give me e. coli like if the, if you're getting to that level of specifics of trusting our information we do we try we do our best we try to do research but at the same time we are not, not your doctors. sex education <laughs> please please don't use us use us for like general swaths of information mm-hmm. yeah yeah so lesbians yeah they're cool yeah I okay. Every lesbian I've ever like actually known has been awesome. Well, we talk about 
we talk about this when we talk to Claire and Val, like there is like, we are part of the same queer culture and there's a bonding that you get to do just like with your gay male friends. Like there's a bonding that you get to have with lesbians that you both are in it together. At least that's what I want. I wish people felt that way. And I'm the same way. Like if you want to be friends with a lesbian, just walk up and say, Hey, straight dudes suck, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to be like, yeah, misogyny. Am I right? Um, Hot dicks with hot dykes. Yeah. Clara and Val. It almost sounded like you said hot dicks with hot dicks, which is not... Hot, hot dicks. Takes. Yeah, takes. Enunciate, Mike. It's um, the radio. It's, um, yeah, so we're going to, what, just breeze through news? Nothing happened in the world in this past week, so you're fine. Well, okay. Just skip so, oh. yeah. Parting the kimono. Looking behind... Looking at the Wizard of Oz. What, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. We, we actually already talked to them. Yes, yes. We were and recording we talked this for, after. We talked to them for a long time. And we talked to them like bar, a lot of it was not recorded. We just like chat with them there. I, I really enjoy them. They're really funny. They they are both stand up comedians and they do this podcast and they're doing all these live shows. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're very. <laughs> they got here and we wired everything up and then it was like, but seriously, shut up. We need to start. But the we show. need to actually <laughs> press the play button and then all of this needs to be recorded. Um, but so, that's that's how natural and awesome it was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like uh, I, I really enjoyed them. Learned a lot. Great discussion. So I hope you all enjoy it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a break. 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 This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay. We talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook. And so I did. And this weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese. That's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh, my God. Biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things, too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board-certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website, and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. 
So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. <laughs> so are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, we are here with, oh, I didn't write down the thing. Mike, you, you talk. We are here with Claire Pluton and Val Nigro from Hot Takes with Hot Dykes. Hey. Hi. That's a podcast. Hi. You didn't, you will, will clarify. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, we're happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thanks. <laughs> Yay. We're going to talk at the same time for the whole episode. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because <laughs> we perfect. are, pan- well, we're not pandrogynous, but we're obsessed with the concept of pandrogyny. Have you ever heard of it? Pandrogyny. I have not. And pandrogyny. I, I know. Yeah. love a good portmanteau. Yes. Though, so, so, like, pan- so to be pandrogynous, it was coined by this performance artist named Genesis Porridge, who was a lead singer of Psychic TV. Love Genesis. So her and her then girlfriend who's now past Lady J went under this kind of like existential quest to become just one identity and actually use like we pronouns and speak to themselves like in the royal we. And they started getting (laughs) plastic surgery to resemble each other and dressing the same and having the same hair. And now even though Lady J has now passed on they are still continuing their pandrogyny from beyond the grave. Wow. Um, I wanted to start by asking, because it's in the title of your podcast, the word dyke. Yes. I... You, I'm trying to think. I usually wouldn't use that word. Um, the only time I say it out loud is like now when we're talking to you guys because it's in the title of your totally. podcast and or, when the Dykes on Bikes do Pride. Oh, <laughs> like, well, yes. yeah. Or we love the Dykes on Bikes. to walk by something that keeps water from going oh, from yeah, one yeah. spot to the other. That's with an eye, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's a homophone, as I would refer <laughs> a, to a it. homophone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so tell us just about that word and like one, why it's in your podcast podcast and to your reactions to people outside of the community using that word well i will start with a fun tidbit which is that we almost named our podcast venus and scorpio because both of our venuses are in scorpio astrologically speaking which i know we discussed astrology already pre-show <laughs> because <laughs> we love it um but then yeah i think then like that name came to us as like we wanted to really celebrate ourselves and our dyke culture that's come before us and to intentionally use this term that a a lot of lesbians and queer folks have reclaimed but that I know for for some it's not as it doesn't feel comfortable to say but to us it celebrates like okay we are like fun modern quirky (laughs) totally you know and but we also really honor like the lesbian and dyke and queer elders before us and it's kind of encapsulating all these things in a in a title that's not necessarily like if we consulted like a podcast title marketing expert they would probably be like you should take that out because (laughs) it's not like comfy and cozy but for us it's like well we're not comfy and cozy right so that's what you know that's my take on and it and I really love having a podcast name that straight people don't want to say yeah. and I know that like a marketing expert would probably be like okay well don't do that but I'm like I don't care where it's also like I'll say my podcast to well my coworkers, ex-coworkers because I got fired but they would be like wait what's your podcast called that I'm like hot takes with hot dykes and they're and then, like wait they're like hot try like, like wait like what's a dyke too or even like, like yeah. that what? word especially if you're like straight or don't have 
or you're like boring and don't have friends who are queer you might not even like have an idea of what that term means and like so much of what Val's saying still like resonates with why we love that word and why we love the name of our podcast today it's like not necessarily like rewriting what it looks like to be a dyke but just wanting to like celebrate the history of being a lesbian as well as like setting this kind of like modern precedent and like so much of what our show is and what we think that like being a dyke and especially like being queer and being white or being like cis and being queer is like to constantly challenge these like preconceived definitions. So when like we put dyke in the title of our show, that was kind of like a promise to ourselves. We always want to like uphold our most like brilliant lesbianism, but also never be like dogmatic or like bogged down you have a gay we, podcast name too yeah <laughs> we did a bunch of brainstorming and we came so close to naming it something like mike and kyle do do things and talk about stuff and they're also gayish like right. it, it was like this title we're like we're so subversive it's like 17 words long and then we oh were my like god what it's if- like bill and ted's excellent adventure yeah. <laughs> or what was it um fiona apple's album title that was like and oh. when the pond falls yeah. and then everyone just put dot 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 because it was like a paragraph right we're pretty much fiona apple but um yes. then we were like what if we just did gayish like and then i'm so glad we did because i don't know what would have happened <laughs> yeah if we... gayish rocks oh thanks yeah um okay claire i'm gonna go side note you said you got fired you got fired today yeah <laughs> but it's fine i'm over it okay okay I'm just it's friday like, the 13th baby i'm like it's friday the 13th it's <laughs> a, a full moon, moon. Yeah. i'm like everything that no longer serves me has to go i am not attached <laughs> to having a job i'm like they're so boring anyway i'll like find other ways to find money yeah i'm yeah. over it next friday, subscribe to our patreon like, if you're listening it'd be cool if next friday the 13th it was all of capitalism instead of just your job agreed that, that would so. be ideal Okay. Yeah. Okay. If next one Start. it could be like Jeff Bezos gets hit by a car and then like all of his like slaves are freed, that would be ideal. I think it should be something like boxes fall on him in a warehouse, like yeah. something just appropriate Agreed. for like what he's he doing. He gets caught in a conveyor belt <laughs> <laughs> and gets pulled like taffy. Yeah, that would. That's so. Um, what's that? Willy Wonka. What's what that if final? Dro- what if the fantasy? delivery drones revolted? What oh, if they gained and sliced him? I, yeah. That would be fun. That'd be cool. Well, wait. What's that? Oh, Final Destination. It'd be very oh. Final Destination. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he died in that grotesque way, but I'd be okay with it. They all gotta get guillotined eventually. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that true? Yeah, I think so. Vive la révolution. Yes, I think that like if you're worth more than like seven million dollars, you have to die. Like no offense, our, maybe twelve. Our listeners are pr- pretty low rent, so that's that's uh, that's cool. I don't think yeah. anyone will be. <laughs> I'm like, if about you that. have any like billionaire incel listeners, oh my hey, god, get up, redistribute sign- the wealth. Yeah, <laughs> then they better sign up for our Patreon. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, we've we've touched on it a little bit. I wrote down like we were all like looking up some of the stereotypes associated with lesbians with I guess lesbianism lesbianism (laughs) Um, and we've talked about astrology I mean Mm, before mm, we started recording and even mm, now that is like what mm, keeps coming mm, up so is that a I mean you you both happen to yeah, fit it's definitely a stereotype whenever we walk into the room we're like what's everyone's birth chart okay listen now? because so much of what we like to do on the podcast is like 
we like to go we have a queer street segment where we like go back into the archives and try to find like old like lesbian books like pieces of like queer street or like little like theses that like were written like in the 70s or in the 60s and we found this really cool book that was kind of like a journal of these lesbians who tried to start a commune essentially in California in the 70s and so it listed kind of like the trials and tribulations of trying to start like an intentional back to the land lesbian living situation and then the first page are all of their names and all of their signs oh yeah <laughs> like, it goes like, yes. back decades this it goes back how, decades yeah like, yes and then I'm yeah cause I'm like why don't all the dating apps just like it should just be your, like your name and your sign right off the right. bat I'm like why why is that not, and I why are think, they putting like age or height or that shit you know totally and I think that like it's a lesbian trope because like lesbians love the moon right they love like uh-huh. the moon they love the wind where there's definitely this the kind wind. of like the leaves yeah the leaves <laughs> they love the elements and I think that that's lesbian because you know, I don't know if it's like chicken or the egg, but there's kind of this like going back to like a mother Gaia that's very like Lilith fair and very lesbian. Mm-hmm. And then astrology is going to be kind of like wrapped up in all of that because it has to deal with the stars. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that's like elemental is kind of lesbian. How many decisions do you make based on either your chart or someone else's? <laughs> well, like how heavily does it weigh into your that, decision process? Really I think it's a good question. And my answer <laughs> is not going to be the answer you're looking for. Well, why? Where it's <laughs> very like multifaceted. Okay. Just, I mean, it's very manifold, as my boss said in the email where he fired me. It's wow. a very manifold answer. It's, first of all, it's personifold. Yeah. It's oh, personifold. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's dayafold. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that my decisions are kind of like they feed into each other. We're obviously like so much of astrology is like I need to love all of science, understand why I love all of them. But I definitely have like not booked trips during Mercury retrograde. Yeah. I definitely have like not wanting to start a new job or sign a contract during Mercury retrograde. So I think that like my decisions based on like what I'm going to do have definitely been astrologically minded. But my decisions on like who I would work with or who I would date. I mean, haven't necessarily been, but I usually just kind of like end up wanting to date people who I'm more compatible yeah, with. And I don't like look at it as something that's like restrictive in what I'm doing. Like, oh, I can't do this because this person. Yeah, is agreed. It's more like it just helps me to like it helps me to understand people. It helps me to understand myself. Yeah. Under- mm. That's yeah. Primarily understand myself, but also like maybe when certain situations come up, it you know to know what's going on i think in the planets and transits sometimes it just makes sense in terms of like frustrations that are happening or like maybe everything's feeling really easy and like fun and nice right now so Mm -hmm. i it kind of just i just look at it as something that's informing me but it's not like you know i'm not gonna sit there and be like well you're a Capricorn, so we just can't talk. Totally. Yeah. Like, Never. that's rude. Although Jeff Bezos is a triple Capricorn, just saying. But I also, <laughs> Jessica Maniato, who's this amazing astrologer, she's a triple Capricorn. And, like, yeah. her whole, it's like, there's like, if you use whatever is, like, imbued within your, like, astrological DNA for the betterment of mankind, like, the dissolution of hierarchical institutions, then you're going to be sick. Yeah. But if you're Jeff Bezos and you happen to be a triple Capricorn and you're, like, money rocks and I hate freedom, um, then you're gonna 
start Amazon. Also, like, I think it's really rude and not okay to just make judgments or assumptions about people based on their sign. And actually, like, I know we have multiple Scorpios in the room, and I do yeah. feel like Scorpio <laughs> is one of those signs that yeah. gets ragged on a lot that people are like, oh, they're so intense and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm always like, it's like, did you date? Someone usually of that, that's usually why. when somebody's yeah. like whining and complaining and railing on a certain sign, I'll be like, "Let me guess, you <laughs> broke up with one in the who, past six to eight months. Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who did this to you? Yeah. And it's what? Like, Scorpio. But we don't do like that's not right to do that. And just because one person who's a certain sign did something you didn't like, you don't then say like, "Oh, that like that whole we don't do that. We shouldn't be doing that with anything. I agree. Because we're woefully ignorant. Dan <laughs> was kind enough to find our sun, moon, and rising signs. For oh the, my god! Yes. I'm so excited. Job, so Dan. with all that said, now go ahead and judge us. Yeah, exactly. Exclusively exactly. on Sounds what we're good. about Time to tell to you. Roast everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so Dan is a Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon, Sagittarius rising. Cool. Mm-hmm. So like I'm Scorpio rising. So when I'm somewhere that I don't want to be, I reveal no information about myself and I interview people and I can be kind of like cold and a little bit mean. But when you're Sag rising, it's the opposite. So if like if Dan's at a party and he's like, oh, I don't feel normal. It's like, I'm going to take up a lot of space. I'm going to be like, and then kind of like be a little bit more like louder than you normally would be around like new people. And that's how you're going to like kind of test the waters. But like when you're alone, people that you're comfortable with, that's when you can like show the inner Scorpio of yourself and be like I'm all deep and moody does this speak to you you didn't earn a mic this time go ahead and just (laughs) say it say it loudly so it'll pick it up uh maybe like if I get drunk yeah yeah. totally that could be what that is okay what about uncomfortable in the situation yeah, so you it's like if you're uncomfortable, you might like overcompensate by like being loud, maybe like revealing too much about yourself because that's kind of like your coping or like, mechanism. Like kind of just like cracking jokes, yeah, like one liners. Yeah, mm. definitely. You're yeah. like, I feel safe in my sluttiness, <laughs> yes. which I love. Uh, Kyle is an Aries Sun, Aries Moon, Leo rising. Oh my Whoa, god, triple fire! Triple fire. Those are all, I don't know what that. I don't know well, what any of this means. Yeah. So you're gonna have to break it down. I know this is so fun. Well, fire. Fire, so all the signs have an element, either fire, water, air, or earth. One of the four elements. Why Captain Scorpio Planet. water? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. They don't live in the water. What'd oh, you say? You mean like Scorpio's this, water and I don't understand why. Oh, Cause, cause but it's, it's also symbols. about depth. Yeah. It's like symbolism. Okay. Yeah. So like. Well, another symbol of Scorpio aside from the scorpion is actually a phoenix because Scorpios yeah. tend to constantly want to like redefine themselves, like burn it all down. Re regrow, regenerate, and like reinvent yeah. themselves and evolve as something new. Dan is freaking Dan is, out. Dan, right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> worst I episode for it. you not to have a mic. <laughs> D- this speaks to Dan. We know, uh, but also even without a mic, you stole the spotlight. Let's talk back a meet about. Okay, Aries are the babies. Yeah. Oh yes, back to you. Yeah. So Triple double, fire. and you're you have a double there, which is your, your sun and moon. So it's kind of like your over your sun sign is sort of like your overall self, but your moon sign is more of your internal kind of like more private. Like it doesn't, it's not going to always come out right away unless people know you better. Mm-hmm. And then what was or the have a podcast was, where you talk yeah, about maybe, all your shit? Yeah, like it might be coming out more there. But then Leo, yeah, Leo's yeah, Leo, the rising, yeah. So like, which is kind of like wanting to be the center of attention and really thriving off of attention, yeah. being kind of like proud and. Um, really just thriving loyal yeah loyal wildly loyal um 
Aries yeah. is loyal too, but Aries yeah. was, Aries is the first sign, so it's yeah. the baby of the that's zodiac. The so that's why you were like, "Why? I don't know what that is." Wait, wait, what is that? Where it's like, where it's like me, like I am, like I am all like, so I'm Sag, Sun, Scorpio, Rising. So if I don't know something, like I'm not fucking telling anybody. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if I don't know something, like I will, I will die, and then I will go to the bathroom and Google why I don't know it. So there's this kind of like curiosity. <laughs> there's like an ingenuity. Also, there's Aries this like freshness. Like, yeah, it's really visceral. Like Aries you feel will- everything quickly, and then you have. To deal with it right yeah. away. Where you're like, I'm God. mad. Now. You're like, I'm mad now. Okay, I'm over it. I'm happy. I'm sad. Like it's there. Yeah, like, you move through everything quickly. Not a lot of like lingering moods. There's oh. you, there's usually more of like. Okay. And if you feel a lingering mood, we gotta go deeper into the chart to yeah. see what that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about you? Uh, oh, um. So I am a Scorpio Sun, Taurus Moon, <gasps> Cancer Same. Rising. Oh. Well, <laughs> this is what people hate about astrology. They're like, don't be like oh no no i love it i love it like someone thinks i'm interesting yeah we oh you feel like you're not interesting no, I, I'm, okay i'm this. fascinating thank you okay, i'm glad you think so we only do this if people ask us to by the yeah, way yeah, totally yeah, yeah. we're not that annoying yeah, this is all sure. consent <laughs> yes yes so, so like you, so I I have a Taurus moon so yeah. I can speak from experience. It's like the moon is exalted in Taurus, so it's really comfortable in Taurus. It likes to be there. It's kind of like the world moves through you with a little bit more ease when you have a Taurus moon. Where you kind of are, are able to like sit in your emotions in like a more comfortable way. It's also like you, well I don't know if you're a bottom, but it's kind of like canonically that Taurus moons are bottoms. I'm verse. Okay, cool. Nice. But like verse bottom or um. You're like you're like true verse. True verse. You're true in the middle of the. Verse. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Perfect. I mean, he's also a Scorpio. So yeah. Like, so you're like, I make sure it works. Like down to they're like down to PTF clown, no matter what. Yeah. So like a Taurus moon is like but you love the greater Taurus comforts of yeah, life. Yeah, loves to like eat, sleep, and fuck. Totally. Like, bring it on. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, so Scorpio sun is all the Scorpio stuff. But like yeah, Cancer rising is you definitely like love to assist in this way that's kind yeah. of like a little it's like it's very gratifying for you to have the answer to be able to help people you yeah. love to like yes. extend yes. yourself very you caring. love very caring you love to make yourself known too. maybe you can be a little bit martyr like you just like love to be known as someone who can help like you like having all the resources available to like make yourself available to people in times of need which is really good yeah. but yeah. also it can be like cancer rising it sometimes be hard for you to like relate to other people yeah. And you can be like I don't fucking get you mm-hmm. And like maybe mm-hmm. you don't get me It can be like difficult for you to find people Who you really like connect with immediately The first part of that really speaks to me That giant ass TV and massive couches So that I can have 14 nice. people watch movies yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oh my god that is a big TV Whoa Is it I'm safe s- there? I'm still nervous every time I come over That I'm, I'm like, like it's that about looks to like it's going to fall off yes. It will not at least I don't no, think so So I think astrology <laughs> is lesbian Because I think that like I mean, maybe that's a trope, too, where it's like, oh, like gay men are shallow and like lesbians are deep, which I totally don't agree with. I'm definitely like a hard, even though uh, (laughs) I was at Pony on Monday screaming at the bartender, calling him a misogynist. But I definitely. (laughs) So, yes, that is a stereotypical lesbian. But like, I also am like a fag advocate. And like, if we could all get along, like there would be world peace and we would cure world hunger. But for whatever reason, we all have to like cling to like bullshit patriarchal sentiments. Yeah. And the reason why I was screaming at the 
bartender at Ponies because I was there with a bunch of like queer women and we were like being loud because it's a bar and he comes over to us and shushes us and he's like oh my god like the way you speak like it hurts he's like your screaming is hurting me and I was like you wouldn't be saying that if you wanted to fuck me and he's like well that's presumptuous I'm like well you're being misogynistic but it's like that's I feel like he'll I'm like that's just like one little stick in the mud we can just move past that (laughs) well you're you're talking about the relationship between lesbians and gay men and I think there's an idea that like those don't mix they like yeah hard to be friends should uh, not I oh you're agreeing with it no 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 no, no, I'm saying that stereotype shouldn't exist we should be friends I yeah I I've never experienced that personally um and like I think it's so it's like so rewarding to be like None of us are in this for sex. That is not what any also, of us are doing totally here. I don't agreed. know. It's just like very rewarding. I don't have that many lesbian friends. My lesbians moved away. Oh yeah. Um, but I just think they're very like rewarding and I agree fulfilling with friendships. You. Totally. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's like I feel like that's also a shitty stereotype that like gay men are shallow and mm-hmm. and like lesbians are like more deep. I feel that's like where the love of astrology comes from. It's mm-hmm. like I want to understand every aspect of myself from every possible way. Whether it's like astrology or getting your palm read, numerology, enneagram, like all of that's just kind of lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is everyone feeling contemplative after the astrology? <laughs> well, talk? I'm like <laughs> looking looking at my list of stereotypes. And I'm like, astrology. We'll just kind of check that one. Yes. <laughs> You're just like, how many Gold of these star. can we hit well, What yeah. were you about to can say? You, oh, I was going to ask if you think if so. You said it shouldn't be a stereotype, but is it like? Are you, I think it is, I but I too. I also like don't really have same thing like that many cis gay male friends. Yeah. But I also like welcome them in my life with open arms. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep going through the stereotypes that I have and get your uh, hot take. Uh, Another stereotype is in lesbian relationships. There's always one butch and one femme. Oh, no. I mean, that's so like 2000 and late. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't even exist anymore. I feel like I probably know just in my own circle. Definitely not like inclusive of the entire world of being gay i definitely feel like i know more people who identify as femme than people who identify as butch but like in no way am i saying that that's like representative of like what it is to be gay but no i just i think that that if people have that as a stereotype then they like are dumb (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah like there's nothing even to say about it yeah yeah Yeah. i think it's kind of and to me it's kind of it it reeks of just that same misogyny that assumes that in like a heterosexual marriage like the man is like tough and like barbecues and takes out the trash and the woman is like a lady gal who does lady it's just sort of like we don't have to have any of these stereotypes anymore and like I th- there are plenty of like folk lesbians or queer folks who do I- identify as butcher femme, but it's definitely not like I think it's they're just, there to make you feel comfortable. Like, th- th- those terms are just there to make you feel more comfortable in yourself, like just like dive, yeah. like, just like lesbian, it's just not like, like gay. oh you have to pair up a certain no way. way. This also- isn't like the Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even like you know it, to even assume that all lesbians are like butcher fat i mean yeah yeah, it's sort it's like you know i think it's just like another binary too that we kind of know that binaries are bullshit totally (laughs) it's It's interesting go ahead Oh, it does make me think of like, yeah, trying to, you know, of course, gay men get the question, who's the man, who's the woman? Like trying to Ew. assign. I know, right? You're like neither. The, like, or that's oh, why we're oh, doing this. The, yeah. My favorite thing that I saw was 
a fork and a spoon asking chopsticks who's the fork and who's Literally. the spoon and it was like it's we just, work but, differently yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but that reminds me of like assuming that butch and femme that is almost like trying to make straight people feel better about placing you into it needs to be a male and a female but like and if, butch and femme like come from lesbians like so that's also what's frustrating where it's like those are mm. terms that were like delineated to keep like queer women safe and like offer community and refuge and they like existed as such like a mockery of what it meant to like be a man or a woman in the first place it's like so like these terms just get like misappropriated throughout time because they get commodified or like straight people find out about them and then they start fucking saying them and then that's where everything gets messy where you know like like bottom up like these terms are like really cool like ways that you can like reclaim your identity in like a purely queer sense but when all of that gets lost people are like oh like which one's a boy and which one's a girl like butch and femme like don't mean boy and don't mean girl also like they are within themselves like terms that exist on their own which yeah. I think is important to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike, you were going to say something. Until I- oh, uh, I think we covered it. I, I, I was, oh. I was going to say that like my, my stereotype that I was taught, but that's bullshit is just that femme lesbians don't date each other. Like you can see butch and butch, you can see butch oh, and femme, but you weird. never see femme and femme. I've never even femme. heard of that oh, one. Interesting. Um, yeah. But hmm. like, if you go out and about, you will see that's not the case. Well, here for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I, I also wonder, you know, we, we talk about like the vocabulary of things and what it means to be queer. And we like, we, we say this a lot on our show. That's a very sort of West coast. Like we have the privilege of analyzing issues that way because like there are people in Iowa that are just like, they can't think beyond who's the boy and who's the girl yeah right like i don't know you don't want to put the onus on people to have to do the educating and at the same time they need a lot of education (laughs) you mean like queer people or straight people all uh, all people actually like i know a lot of gays anyway that are just like woefully ignorant on trans issues they're woefully ignorant yeah there's no gender issues and honestly i wouldn't even break it down by state because i feel like everyone's got a lot of work to do but seriously I, i think that like it's a good point that I would never be like, oh, butch and femme, like that's, we don't do that anymore or something. Cause that's not the point. It's mm. just that to, you know, to put everything into a, a box or a binary like that is not what we're, you know, we, we don't need to do that. But if, if a butch person and a femme person want to date, that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Okay. Th- I don't know what I th- thought this related and I had a better transition earlier, but uh, here we are. Um, <laughs> You're, I think, well, speaking it was, of lesbians, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of people us in the notes. talking, yeah. I love oh, this little list. Yeah, yeah, this is the this shortest is our gay my, agenda. This, <laughs> I'm like, why is the font so small? Um, you okay, know, good just eyesight. To, no, I have the worst. I just got new contacts. Okay, I've been wearing mine for three months and no. like the same ones. And my doctor was like, you can't, you can't do, that. do that. So anyway, no, I have. Because he he knows that I can read upside down and doesn't want me to know what's on his sheet oh, for talking points. So Usually it as tiny as possible. Of course, the Scorpio fuller. can read upside down. <laughs> um, I, you you just have all like, these gifts. You can probably like write backwards and. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's dyslexia, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, in two episodes ago, y'all talked about the top shortage. Oh, oh my God. That was oh I, wow. one of our favorite we, episodes. People Can, were very like touched by it. Yeah. Like, and then you, on the episode. next episode, I heard, yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, bad. Good. Well, good. Yeah, because I think there's like, um, yeah, there's just such a concept. I keep seeing, we were talking about how we kept seeing like memes about it where it's like 
the top shortage is real and i you know we were like what does that even mean totally i mean did have you guys ever had that as is there a I mean, like have it, you had that thought seattle yes. is a Se- city of bottoms that's the thing that people oh, say all the time i say that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. do you guys find truth in that at all for are you tops who's top who's bottom who's <laughs> so in a relationship, I find I'm very verse, which everyone. Mm. So so I always say verse bottom when I'm like hooking up. Usually it's like I need someone to fuck me. So like usually hookups are bottom. But and then no one when. So I say verse bottom and everyone. The joke is verse bottoms are just bottoms. Right. In verse clothing or uh, no one says that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But but no one believes that like when I say verse and it really is true in my past relationships. There's been a give and take sure of course because yeah. to say like seattle is a city of bottoms like what does that really mean like oh everyone here is passive yeah. everyone here is cold everyone here is limp and i just feel like that it's like if you think that seattle is a city of bottoms and like go to the places and like go find the people who you think like exude top energy it's like to say that like there's a top <laughs> shortage this is like, like our thesis was that there is a shortage of people advocating and being honest about what they want mm-hmm. yeah because it seemed like there was this issue where people were almost sort of becoming a bit passive in this like well like uh, it's just because there's a top shortage that I'm not getting what I want sexually Mm -hmm. whereas like we were discussing that you know well are you being honest with yourself are you like have you really given this some deep thought have you thought about how to communicate this in Mm -hmm. in terms of even just the energy you're putting out into the world and I think if you're putting out the energy that like what I want sexually just isn't out there. Yeah. And then like, no one's going to fuck me the way I want. And like, yeah. what do you expect? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, like to have good sex, there's like autonomy and like agency within that. You know, it's like if like, you need to be the top you wish to see in the world. <laughs> <laughs> OK, you need to go about and like ask for what you fucking want. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. Well, also, I think that we, we discussed we kind of discovered as we were talking about it on the show that it's hard to we were having a hard time even like defining what we think the terms top and bottom mean and totally it's not just like you mean in, well, a, in a lesbian context or, or, just, or just like overall in general because yeah. we were both sort of like okay what do these terms mean let's just sit here and say what our definitions are and it's like well it's not we know it's not as simple as like well the top is the one who puts the thing into the hole <laughs> right. and the bottom is the one who just sits there and is like put it because especially like, if you're speaking not... in terms of like shortage and surplus then there has to be like a greater existential question to it you I know mean, what our, i mean our culture our language so much is obsessed with penetration yeah, right? yeah. Totally. it doesn't do us any favors at all yeah, yeah no yeah. definitely not and yeah that's so true and especially like being queer like gives us a luxury to think about like sex and like a plethora of different ways or sometimes it definitely is like put the pp in the anal hole <laughs> you know like sometimes it really comes to brass tags and we're yeah. just like ramming it in and having a good time right. but then like we can also like sit in its multitudes as well people come on and also have like, some nuance yeah and then it's also like well being a bottom doesn't just mean like oh you're passive and you don't yeah you're quiet and you don't really say that much and being a top is like you're like big and tough and you G- like we have to kind of look at some of our own stereotypes i think even about like what top and bottom you know what that language means totally for seattle i wonder how much of it is like just a dom sub thing that people are reading into like it's not Mm -hmm. even necessarily about who's penetrating and who's getting penetrated but it's Mm -hmm. that we're a very 
sort of polite passive culture compared to like yeah. the east coast where like mm-hmm. the tops seem to me anyway to be like yeah i'm gonna fuck you this is gonna happen right. that's not a conversation that would happen in seattle Look, or it doesn't I just feel like it. <laughs> sorry okay i was i was just realizing in my head i did a whole i was m- kind of listening to you but i was mostly in my Perusia. head go, yeah, uh going through this like oh, it's really cool that there's this term power bottom because it reminds mm-hmm. people that bottoms are not just, yeah, laying there. But then I was also like, oh my God, we so think that bottoms are the ones that lay there and do nothing that we had to create a different term yeah. for people that aren't that, yeah. even though bottom can be a of multitude. Course. Or yeah. like tender top or and, soft top. And like, I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah tender top I is ad- cute. Yeah, oh. I identify as a top, but I think more of like, yeah, a tender top or like a... You know, but then also I think it's like it can change over the course of your lifetime or even mm-hmm. like the course of a night or yeah. well, it's not just like this hard and fast identity that just you're just like a top or your bottom. Because I also was asking like I was asking my Instagram followers like, oh, should we all be like working towards a switch utopia? And some people are like, yes. And some people were like, no, because I also think it's like really like powerful and cool to like know what you want so didactically in bed that like you know how you get off how you get other people off it's like all of that should and like could exist within one another and then that's why i get mad people say there's a top shortage i'm like (laughs) no there's not they're out there go find them i'm sort of blown away by the idea that you would identify as a top as a lesbian like that's kind of a foreign concept to me or a new new concept it makes sense but Mm -hmm. um but for me it was more about until this moment meeting you and talking about it, mm-hmm. I thought of it in terms of mechanics as opposed to identity mm-hmm. for, okay. for, so you for were lesbians. Thinking but there also is a, is mechanics within lesbians having sure, sex. Sure, yeah. yeah. Whether they have penises or not. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, like, for anyone who has sex that, like top you know topping and bottoming or it's sort of like what what do you like want out of the sex that you're gonna be or what do you feel comfortable doing or how do you feel comfortable being like that's anyone who has sex i mean i do think the terms kind of more originated from gay male mm-hmm. culture as far as our research and all, yeah goes. a lot of the research that we were doing were like by like gay scholars discussing yeah, it, like but then gay, it was like able to kind male. of yes, yeah, yeah. But then it was able to kind of be translated to like queer women or queers. Yeah. yeah. So I think like any yeah for anyone who's queer, that's probably going to be in their lexicon yeah. ideally. I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now. I, oh, it's because you talked about whether they have a penis or not. Are there a lot of lesbian turfs? Do you do you do you know them? Definitely, have you like them? not. I've only honestly encountered turfs online through like online mm. rhetoric, and then I'm like, oh my god, are they just like, are they just bots? Like, are all turfs bots? But then it's like, no, <laughs> no. they're not because they're. No. I think that's like definitely like a mindset that is no longer being accepted by like mainstream lesbiana and so like it, but also it's like Katie Herzog works for the stranger and who, she's a fucking yeah, turf who personally trolled our who personally podcast. trolled our podcast <laughs> yeah I mean yeah and they're out there and uh, sadly there's like a fer- there's like a fervor and a like militant aspect to that concept that like you know there's women born women and then there's like you know then everyone else is in this other other category and unfortunately like unfortunately like the the michigan women's music festival like was such a stain they became the sort of like the 
representation where they they didn't allow trans women Mm. at the festival and so many lesbians went to that music festival and it was such a haven for so many folks but then that festival ended up folding because they couldn't get with the times that it's not Mm. okay to do that anymore but then there's a we've i've found there's unfortunately there's a large contingent of folks even who went to that festival regularly that can't let go of that Mm -hmm. concept that if you weren't born with a vagina that you're not a woman right that's what it boils down to and yeah it's trans exclusionary so it's it's unfortunate that yeah these folks like do have platforms and they do there is i see in the comments on social media stuff and on any article about anything relating to trans women you you know the trolls go in and are like well i just think that you know like you have to have this to be that and it's like no no (laughs) (laughs) my my stereotype internally would be that those that that turfs are straight women uh, and it sounds like you're saying that that's interesting oh i've only known turfs to be lesbians yeah yeah see that's fascinating totally because there is this this whole contingent historically of from michigan especially from michigan of lesbians who feel like there should be spaces that are for women born women as they the term they like to use so um yeah that's i associate it actually as a lesbian thing it's and and maybe i'm super wrong that was just sort of thinking like if you're if you're a lesbian and you're out that you're going to be more sensitive to people who are different right right? (laughs) and also like yeah i mean i guess like any technically like anyone could be a turf yeah i'm like technically nobody should be a turf no one should (laughs) you shouldn't be calling you can't exclude you can't call yourself a radical feminist and put before it trans trans exclusionary that makes no sense But I like anyone of I guess anyone of any gender could say I'm a feminist, but I also believe that women with (laughs) with a vagina are should have their own. Like, yeah, I guess like anyone of any gender could say that it's I feel like it's a similar thing of it blows my mind how every single minority isn't like you're cool. Cool. You're cool. Like like we all get what it feels like to not be understood, to be stereotyped, to be like hated. And it's like, shouldn't we all just be like. Let's like we're a yeah. majority. If you put all the minorities together, we're the majority. So I know, wh- how, yeah. but that just comes because it like there's safety in replicating white supremacy and patriarchy. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's like safety in being like no fats, no femmes, no Asians. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that just comes from like a coping mechanism of wanting to like restore and sustain like your precious minority because you're like you see it working for straight people and white people. So you're like, oh, I'll do this too. But I it, I agree. It's like yeah. there's no excuse anymore to have like any sort of behavior or thought processes that aren't for like liberating the people who are the most oppressed still in 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of lesbian sex, um, mm. um, uh, the phrase "my transitions are really solid." Yes. Just, just <laughs> if you didn't catch that, um, a phrase that we hear all the time, and I think this is also like so old school at this point, is lesbian yeah. bed death. Oh, uh, ooh, LBD. The other LBD, <laughs> where it's like, Wait, I don't. What's the little what's... black dress? Oh. Very oh. sexy. I always thought it stood for lesbian bed death, but then I saw it in that like dress context. Oh yeah, and you were like, like what? What? The fuck? They're talking about it too. Yeah, um, I don't know what it means. Like I don't, I don't even, yeah. I, I don't even know where it like comes from historically. Genuinely, the the first time I heard about it, and this is like. I well, there might be opinions about that. Is the the L word 
That's oh. the first time I heard about it. But but that means it must have been a thing before. Oh, like that you to... like you were watching that word mm-hmm. and it. Oh, I'm trying to remember when it came up. Do you remember? Um, which season? Which episode? Mm, <laughs> I no. It was, was Jenny okay alive you, or dead? I know. Yes. It's okay if you don't. Or maybe they just mentioned it as I I, they had to have at some point. The fact obviously. that I I have a terrible memory, so the fact that I remembered That's that okay. is like I'm very impressed. Yeah, I don't myself. really know where it comes from. Like, don't people stop having as much sex anyway when they're dating for a long time? Like, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it's not something. It'd be interesting to look into why was it? Why was that ever attributed? just to lesbians yeah like, that's like, really... a, like a theory that i have is, is that it's just all about misogyny it's that that but that w- women women don't like sex so oh. two women oh. they really oh. want they like sex like they, sex. Oh, they that's both a have a theory. headache at the same time <laughs> <laughs> it's like no you idiots the opposite totally they never no double um, headache <laughs> yeah it's like god because that's the thing like i just think like not having sex as you're in a relationship for a longer time like it's just i mean it can it can be something that just happens it could be like hey maybe you're not a great match sexually or in certain ways maybe you need to be open maybe you need to not be open maybe yeah. you need to break up maybe you again it's back that's to why like, I feel like lesbian bed da- death doesn't make any sense because it's like is anyone like t- as like all of the sexual orientations like for the most part like who's better historically at like advocating for their needs as they come up in a relationship in order to get what they need lesbians <laughs> well i guess there's a stereotype that lesbians never break up so maybe it's like yeah. lesbians never break up but then they should have broken up so now they don't fuck hmm. like maybe that that's where it comes from because like there's, that's a stereotype yeah. that like might be true but also that stereotype pisses me off because when you live together it's hard to break up because it's so expensive to break up because who's gonna <laughs> keep the apartment and it's like you know what's a thing a straight bed death like isn't Absolutely. that, isn't oh that like totally where it's like all of our parents of had sex twice to make pa- their two kids and then they parents, die my parents slept in separate twin beds for oh, most of my life it's like wow. that's Why? the bed death it's just like TV yeah. in the 50s <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I thought I love Lucy right away. Scary. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, shouldn't it, the bed death? It's that, and it's like monog. It can be monogamy. Not that there's anything wrong with monogamy, and it is like what some folks want to do. But like, yeah, if you're just being forced to like share a bed with the same person and maybe you don't want to have sex with them anymore like you're probably not gonna have sex yeah. anymore. My, my, fir- my first marriage had a whole section of sexlessness and it was pretty awesome for me but i <laughs> oh right because you were like i don't want to sex with you so our crack researcher dan here found uh, a wikipedia article oh, about it oh. uh, but the concept of lesbian bed death is okay based- don't, he searched on wikipedia great oh you're like don't great. give him Let's- all that he didn't go to the washington archives <laughs> It's based on the Smithsonian with a magnifying glass. (laughs) Still in the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What if we could just poach Dan and make him like us better and have him be (laughs) our? Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, so you better treat him right. Oh no! Wait, no. Dan likes to be treated badly, so Uh, you'll you'll have to fuck you, Dan. Yeah, the producer. I hate you, bitch. All right. He's getting his needs met. It's fine. He okay, seems so to have many needs I that need it. different things to be met. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Fetch me a beer, boy. Uh, okay, Mike. Yes, I yes. interrupted you and no one else. <laughs> so go ahead and <laughs> say the, what you're going to say. The concept is based on a 1983 research study by social <gasps> psychologist Philip Bloomstein. Um, and okay, a man, okay, a man, a man, and sociologist or Pepper a female whose name is Philip. Wow. And <laughs> 
We choose our own names, but we're not naming ourselves Philip. And sociologist Pepper Schwartz. Okay, that might be a lesbian. <laughs> Pepper Schwartz, Google image immediately. She might be a lesbian. She is. Yeah. Lesbian she presents female in this photo on Wikipedia. Okay, so Pepper uh, Schmitz was it? Pepper Schwartz might be a dyke. Yeah. So Jewish. It, it was published in American Couples Money Work Sex, the journal, which found that lesbian couples reported lower numbers when asked, "quote about how often during the last year have you and your partner had sex relations?" Okay, <laughs> Weird way to I can say Skewed. fifteen things that are wrong with. That from a scientific standpoint, from what Philip is wrong. (laughs) We can't pepper. What fuck, Philip? Oh my god, they did a study and we're just like, how often do you have sex? Like, we're also as a lesbian. It's like, what sex? Like going on a moonlit drive. That's sex. You know, there's so many ways to have. sex Yeah, how do they define sex? Yeah, totally. It's just penetrative. Yeah, and then I don't. There's. I would also assume that the sample size might have been fucked up too. I don't know. I would also assume that men. Uh, would have more like they're like machismo what might want to brag and, and overstate <gasps> their numbers so yeah, hopefully totally. say, like, yeah, sometimes their numbers so look lower true. it might be true and then men were like I fucked everybody in my totally, college class yeah, or whatever totally. some of the self-reporting with those studies can be yes skewed. yeah very true yeah so apparently it's interesting so uh, uh, the the study has been heavily criticized for methodology. It's oh, hey. it's like super fucked. And thank you, Pepper Schwartz, <laughs> the 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 lady involved in this study, <laughs> the lady scientist who is who, who is who is credited with inventing the phrase "lesbian bed death." Uh-oh. A traitor. Oh. Is uh, is from the University of Washington here in oh, Seattle. So we have to find her. We're <laughs> on the pod. Yeah, I would love to talk to her. Give her a piece of my mind. And you know yeah. what? Yeah, and it's interesting too because I, I mean, we all know that like women or non men in the in the academic and scientific realms like constantly have their work stolen or mm-hmm. twisted or whatever. So it's like I'd be curious, like how that, how did that happen? That that phrase like got became such a pop culture concept like there's a lot to that yeah agreed yeah. we're gonna have to have her on the pod pepper. find out more are you out there pepper 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 is a cartoon like dog, dog. <laughs> yeah but also i great great first name pepper's no, fun yeah that's a yes. fun one pepper yeah. is that, good. that animaniacs song that because people want to pepper on the food. Oh yeah, like the whole like explanation oh, of history as being a, a byproduct of the spice trade. Oh, we love to learn through cartoons. Yeah, just like an Adventure Time. Yes. <laughs> Ta-da! Now cartoons are like ninety-seven percent less racist, which yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right direction. We're going in the right direction. Finally. Like yeah. Yeah. In one in one artistic form. CGI though is is a sin and needs to be. Sucked. I don't like CGI in the way it's developed. Like Secret Life wow. of Pets. And they all look like weird bobbleheads. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, I I'm like, that- stop at minions, and then everything else should be just cartoons. I also thought Secret Life of Pets was just bad. I didn't like. I didn't. Regardless see of it. the animation, I think I stopped. I was on a plane, so I was desperate. Oh, and the, if right. I turn something off on the plane, that's it's like gotta be this bad. is very so bad. True. You're about dogs. I fucking love dogs. A movie about yes, dogs? Are you perfect. kidding me? No. Um, Not right. <laughs> uh, I've been saying all the the things on my list do you get stereotypes from i'm curious to start off with within the lgbt community and i always think of specifically gay men because i think of the stereotype that we gay, don't get along well yeah, <laughs> the gay men are misogynists yeah yeah and, and they're like 
I'm there like the, such the priv- on the privilege side that you know like we were talking about like minorities don't always support other minorities it's like the gays are like well we're the I don't know I just don't think the rest of the man. community because <laughs> right. it's yeah because it's <laughs> you didn't want to say it you're like there's something thing. about us there's something that's different <laughs> and that is <laughs> there's a weird place in culture yeah. so, so I'm curious uh, like just within the LGBT community are, are there other stereotypes that are assigned to you that mm. you want to mention I think it's like I feel so privileged because I literally don't I like my life is so queer my life is so like curatedly queer Mm. in a way that is like so like radical that I was able to kind of like manifest the communities and the friends and the bars and the events and the people that I spend my time with that I like really feel grateful that I don't necessarily like walk in my day-to-day life within fellow lgbtq folks that i see on day-to-day basis feeling like i'm ever going to be like you know subjugated or made a stereotype of so i can't really say i really have to kind of like rack my brain and think of yeah, something yeah i kind of feel the same way and i'm always like if someone does say something like that especially if they're like also gay or queer i'm i'm like really taken aback and i'm yeah. like what because i think i think i've just had it happen with people just assuming that i'm butch because i literally have short hair mm-hmm. and i'm mm-hmm. like doesn't work that's like all that. it takes right yeah <laughs> or, you know what yeah but how is people at in my workplace there's one other queer person but then so, i think it was a straight coworker who was like oh always you, you can't help like somebody had to get a new office chair and they had to like put all the pieces oh, together right, and they were like oh no it was my queer coworker who said that he literally he was like he was like, you, you're you not good at putting stuff together. Like, you're not, you've never built a cabinet. And I'm like, no, what? I don't even know how to do that at all. We've never like, been to Ikea you, together. I'm like, I don't believe in Ikea. I'm it's like, a it's, sham. It's the worst. Yeah. It's like, why would I pay to put something together? I, I want to pay for it already put together. I look at that instruction thing and it gives me a headache. Like, I get like oh my white God. noise in my I head. honestly think that Ikea is the biggest scam of all time. Like, you're really paying to do work. Why? It's yeah. like I get if you like are like a woodsmith or you're like a trades worker and that's intuitive to you. But why? It's like the money I'm wasting money trying to put something together poorly. It's called going to Goodwill. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get IKEA. I think that was the last time I got hit with like a, go. a gay to gay stereotype. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, whoa. I was like, come hey, on. Now. We need to like you were supposed to be my ally at this workplace. Okay, well I yeah. guess like the one time where I'm the one stereotyping is when it's like oh like gays can't drive when ever see like a gay person driving i'm like whoa really i'm like you're you're doing that thing people know about this they're like yeah i can drive i was like okay maybe i'm the last gay who can't drive but i'm working at it i have my second driver's test in october do you have a license no wow i failed my first one i have a joke about it i'm like i failed my first driver's test because i don't need to be told to go straight that's a micro <laughs> yeah. i don't need a man telling me to go straight so i failed <laughs> That's how I deal with the shame of failing my yeah. driver's test at 25. Yeah. What about you guys? What are, are you hearing lesbian? Are these like coming up a lot in your like cis, maybe like cis gay male communities or so friendships? M- my experience has been that like the gays and lesbians don't mix has been largely true in the bars in Seattle. Like I, when I see lesbians out and around in the bars, I'm like, I notice it. 
right mm-hmm. like yeah. like oh well, yeah it's like if i go to pony on a saturday i'm feeling noticed people are like yeah. weird they're like that's gross it's that like, that would oh be here i went the worst i ever had was when i went to a fucking bar in palm springs at 5 p.m on a weekday and the music stopped all of the men with their like little button-down <laughs> shirts like stopped their conversations and turned and were like <laughs> it's like, it doesn't like, okay. make you it make it harder for you to have sex because I'm here. Like that's what pisses me off. It's like you can still cruise and like flirt and like be annoying with me still being here and having fun and want to listen to good music. Like it doesn't like me being here. It's not fucking like battleship. See what right. I'm saying? It's like you can still get yeah. to your target with me also being in line to get a drink. Yeah. And also like Pony is supposed to be one of the better bars. Yeah. It's but it depends where it's like yeah. there's like certain bartenders where it's like if I know you're gonna be there you're gonna like i have to sit outside because you're gonna like tell me i'm too loud if i'm with a bunch of women and queers and i would say like pony on the weekends like i don't go unless there's an event that mm. i'm going to like mm. i'm not going to pony on a saturday that makes me sad because I, I, pony i can definitely understand that yeah pony and queer bar it, uh, my expectation is that those are queer spaces mm-hmm. and all queer people but who's there are welcome. Yeah. but who's there and that's I, like seen, the- I guess i i mean I, yeah in pony i definitely do see more what I assume are gay men, but I do, but I also see more queer people, women at Pony than like yeah, oh, a same. lot of yeah. Definitely same. Where it's definitely. like, I say like on like Tuesdays where there's karaoke, like Thursdays there's usually like, you know, queen for queen or there's sex wave. Like those are like events that can go to where I know it's going to be like mostly just queers. And like, if there are gay men, they're like down with the sickness, but like Saturday at Pony, it's like, I'm literally in hell. Like I'm on fire Island and they're trying to light me on fire. <laughs> and I don't really care. You know, it's like, I can like take up space and be around a bunch of like misogynistic people. Cause that's my life. But I would prefer not be that oh, way. God, what would happen yeah, sure. if we went to fire Island? Okay. Cause they'd be I like, go back to fucking. Cause I was like, cause me and like my dyke friends were like, Oh, like we should do like a, like a weekday bar crawl where we go to like the Eagle, the Cuff, and like Diesel. When when we were like, maybe that actually wouldn't be fun. Question. How would, what's the most appropriate way to signal to you I, I'm ecstatic you're here I, like, oh, <laughs> I'm very uh, happy that you are here uh, because, in my mind, because that I also would, seems equally awkward and bad friendly. I yeah. would, <laughs> exactly. honestly there yeah. needs to be a handkerchief color yeah. Yeah, that would <laughs> be fun I, I also think the same buy thing buy me a drink okay. oh, yeah totally if, you, if, you're at, if you're at the club and you're like uh oh there's lesbians here and they feel unsafe <laughs> like buy them a drink I would gladly take one uh oh there are lesbians here yeah. Yeah. Like, but like Oh, good. Oh, goody. Yeah. Yes. Okay. In our place, it's okay. I've been to our place twice, like blackout. (gasps) Same. Yeah. That's what you, that's 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 what our place is for. Totally. Um, Lesbians are always on the second floor playing pool. Like, oh, that's why we like an activity. Huh. Okay. Yes. Okay. And and I can imagine yes. the top floor where all the gay dudes are like, yeah, looking to fuck someone on the dance floor. And like, I get it. Like, <laughs> Go fuck someone yeah. on the dance floor. Why but like, me? also let me hang. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or don't. Whatever. One last like really quick thing. Oh, I've yeah. I've caught myself multiple times meaning it in a gender neutral way, saying you guys is should I like. Like, oh, uh, I think it's whatever. I I definitely say y'all just because I don't want to refer to anyone as guys. <laughs> but yeah. also, it's like I usually I usually say y'all, y'all. you people, yeah, or folks, comrades. you people. Yeah. You people. <laughs> um, this is gonna be the most hipster thing I say. I started saying y'all like. 11 because you're from like, texas oh. fuck off no oh. no i didn't i never said my fingers out i, I have feelings I, I, I never said y'all in texas and oh. it was when i moved here and i was like i don't like 
saying yeah. guys that doesn't feel good to me. I so say I'll everyone, say folks. Those folks are good feels ones. like a, co- a thing mm-hmm. that's come, F- especially F O L X. Like, folks feels like a word that yeah. I'm seeing more and more. It's nice. Yeah, I have to work on that a lot because I grew up in New Jersey. So, hey, you guys. All you, all you say in New Jersey is you guys. Just yeah. you use. Guys. Yeah, use use? not use. <laughs> <laughs> I say use to make fun of Val. Like, yeah, that's too deep. That's like. <laughs> I actually did. My friend, I know a couple. I maybe I knew a couple like friends' parents that said use, but that was like okay. You're like <laughs> that's scary, but yeah. So it's really ingrained in me. I think even in stand-up comedy, it's just really common to be like you guys get it or yeah that guy no or like so it's hard. Yeah, I kind of have to like be conscious of that and try to work on like not saying it because it's. I know that. You know, for some folks, it's not going to be gender affirming. So it's, yeah. I'd rather err on the side of not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Did we solve it? Yep. Dude. Yep. We did it. <laughs> cool. Gays and lesbians love each other now Yay! and never, and, and peace rained down on so the queer I'm thinking world. my gayest thing in my, oh, I said the gayest thing that I've done. Oh, wait. We're sorry. We're, <laughs> we're gonna. Not in that oh, we're not. It. We're not there. We're gonna. We t- always take a break, and then we do okay, contact perfect. info, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I have to so, pee. Okay. So sh- should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. 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 This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, we are gonna do our gayest and straightest. We're gonna do our gayest and straightest, but first, but first. Uh, Claire and Val, what do you, how can people find you? What do you want people to know about you? Say all the things. Great. So my name is Clara Pluton. My Instagram is Clara Pluton. It used to be real Chris Angel, but I'm like, we got to brand it because I need to be famous really quick because I clearly can't have a job. Um, uh, it's private right now. You can request to follow me. It's private because I'm trying to find a job. And then once they hire me, then they can see all my nudes and all my memes about being a communist. Um, my Twitter is my name and you can find Find more about me and videos of me doing stand up at my website, which is ClaraPluton.org. It has to be .org because my dad bought ClaraPluton.com to get me to talk to him. <laughs> That's a whole other segment. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, Join us I'm next like, week when we talk. I'm like, okay, cool. I have to be NASA now. This sucks. <laughs> And then I'm Val Nigro. You can find me on my website, valnigro.com or on Instagram at teenbeat underscore 84. And you can also find our Hot Takes with Hot Dykes page on Facebook. And you can listen to the podcast anywhere podcasts are heard. Yeah. We also want to plug, we have a really awesome show coming up here in Seattle for the Seattle listeners out there at Town Hall Seattle on Tuesday, September 24th at... 730 7.30 p.m. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I remembered all the details. So like a tickets at the door kind of a situation? Yeah, or, tickets at the or, door or online. Townhallseattle.org. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be doing a live podcast taping. Yeah, really it's always excited. really awesome. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube is all at Gayish Podcast or slash Gayish Podcast. Our hotline, you can send text messages or leave us voicemails as 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Cool. All right. Gayest and straightest. Uh, do one of y'all want to go first? Okay. Do- 
So my gayest <laughs> is that I went to the dog park today for two hours, but I don't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm like, that's definitely pretty that's, gay. That's hard to be. I was yeah. like, no, I just want to come along. I want to watch all the dogs. And there was this like little Yorkshire Terrier, like little bumblebee is so cute. Love. I'm just like, one day we'll have a dog. Mm. Um, and then the straightest, I recently watched Fast and Furious 3. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't get to the back But also, is- Fast and Furious is gay because every because it's so homoerotic. They're mm. all like, yeah, let's drive yeah. each other's dicks <laughs> into each other's asses. <laughs> I'm like, it's definitely like the gayest of the action movies, but it's still straight, mm. technically. <laughs> um, okay. Allegedly. Do- quick side note. Um, when I got my dog first, Reynolds, he's the best. Um, mm. I was sitting there with, he's like a small dog. He's like 25 pounds. And then this lesbian couple next to me had this like big Doberman. And I was like, oh no, we're all, we're both matching the stereotype. <laughs> oh, this is but like I definitely what... know like so many dykes who have like little Pomeranians too. Oh, Whereas, yeah, that's, the, that's the gay stereotype. Is yeah, that, like, of course, we, a, little a tiny cute, dog. Fluffy dog. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, that's not what we're doing. Val. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just me trying to think of something I did that was straight is mm. literally confusing Making your short circuit. <laughs> um, because when you said oh, like... Oh, I have one for you. Well, when you said gayest, right away I thought of the fact that within the past day I've scheduled two therapy appointments with two different therapists <laughs> and a birth chart reading for my birthday. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then straightest, I was struggling a little. Maybe that you... Um, have been working 40 hours a week recently. I know, I was going to say, like, going to my job. (laughs) I always think, it feels like I'm impersonating a straight person. It is. Working 40 hours a week is heterosexual. Because I usually work, like, more like 30 hours a week, but I was temporarily working full-time to cover while someone else was out, and I was like, what the fuck am I, why am I spending eight hours a day with these people (laughs) in this little, like, windowless room, like, fake typing on a computer? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. Do you do that with your hands? I just do this, and no. then like no. for the listeners i'm doing full palm all at once <laughs> typing kind of like that little pushing cat on facebook yeah. <laughs> and then i just stare at the screen and i'm just not typing val <laughs> goes to work and then just hangs out with me on google hangout it's like hi oh. 9 a.m and then we just text the whole day oh, yeah it's cute. nice so she got you fired <laughs> no i mean many people got me fired in the course of one day i talked to at least 16 people okay. You know yeah, what? I got myself fired. The full moon wanted you to not have that job, and anymore. so no. we yeah. no longer do. Yes, for well, a manifold what of the reasons. full moon wants. Yes, is what the full moon will get. What was everyone else's gayest and straightest? So the gayest thing about me this week, I need to really figure out how to do the Reader's Digest version of this. I have been claiming Deep on the breath. podcast <laughs> that there are no ten-inch penises in the world. That like anybody who claims that is lying because I've been with a lot of supposed ten, eleven-inch penises that weren't very, very big, but not that big. Anyway, so a friend of a friend used to date this straight guy who allegedly has a ten-inch penis, and I actually know him because we've met before and we've talked a little bit in, in like a. If I pay him, I can see it is like the situation that's happening. Anyway, last night, he's like, I'm Mike said to me, I need to go do a drug. (laughs) And I was like, I need more information. Oh, my God. So he's like, I'm uh, I just broke up with my girlfriend. I'm like, "Okay, great. 
I have. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang out with this. I'm gonna go have sex with this girl for the first time that I like want to see. Do you have any Viagra or Cialis? Because I'm gonna be have marathon sex and want that to happen. So I was like. Had you been in communication or he just yeah. like DM'd you out of the blue? No, we kick each other like from time to time. Okay, like, because you want to see his dick. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You keep him in the back pocket. Yeah. Like, what are you I'm dirt? just like, I'm, I'm doing the long game. Of course. <laughs> the extra long game, yes. if you know what I'm yeah. saying. And uh, so I, I, I actually happened to have some individual packets of, of uh, Viagra that I got from another friend of mine who was, like, was just handing them out like candy for a while. Anyway, okay. I was like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, you can have one. <laughs> Met in a parking lot outside Kyle's house and gave this dude a Viagra so that he could go bang this chick. Oh my god, yep, Dan! Has like that. Do you have Viagra in your pocket? Yeah. Okay. Dan is acting like I'm the weird one. That's yeah. fine. You never know when you're gonna fuck. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the gay thing about so, me this week is giving Viagra to a straight dude. Do you so see that his dick? No. Yeah, like he. But why isn't he like? Yeah, measure it. Like why isn't he <laughs> proud that it's ten, like men, straight men love? Wait, ten of flaccid or hard? Hard. Okay. If I they had, they never do flaccid. No, size, we don't give do flaccid measurements. No, no, no. They're no. like They're it's point two millimeters <laughs> flaccid, but it's twelve. It's twelve. If Hard. I had, if I had a ten inch dick and I don't, everyone would know. Like everyone would. Do we would want a ten inch dick though? Yeah. There's, like, okay. Do you wish you had a ten? Certain people a want. Certain people are stuffers. There's so, like just cram it in there. There's like a, a slinky. There's boyfriend dick, which tends to be a little bit like and like something that I could take regularly okay. which is not a 10 inch dick every now and then you just want to really get railed by the biggest yeah, dick you've ever for sure. seen but uh, for me I just can't so it's, it's like a blessing and a curse yes yes okay. I, well I mean but I'm obviously like everyone is I I would be like if I had to take a 10 inch dick every, actually uh, no, I wouldn't you're that. turning yourself on again I'm so I'm looking at this wine bottle like it's aroused. aroused right now. It's okay. I got like turned on by like condensation on a can of yerba mate, so I understand. I'm like it's glistening. Just get out of the shower. That's true. So I get it. The, like, what's your the straightest thing about me this week was uh, Kyle and I hung out uh, last night, and so we- you two are like best friends. Yeah. Okay. Cute. Um, uh, this is the first time you've called me. That's n- it's Scorpio. not. You just have a yeah. terrible memory, like a goldfish. Oh, we'll get to hear it again uh, in the future. It'll yeah. feel like the first time every time. Uh, but uh, we, I, dr- we drove my jeep to go pick somebody up to go to the bar, and we're waiting for this guy to to walk down the sidewalk and get in the jeep. And Kyle is getting in the back seat, so he pushes the seat forward, and there's um the it's a it's a lug wrench to take the tires off to change the tires, but. So the fact that I have a lug wrench in my Jeep is oh. part of the straightest thing. But it was also it was also that you were like, oh, is this a mouthpiece? You were like going to sing into the into the. It l- looked like, That's well, gay. I didn't see the rest of it. Or, or like I it just, was a pipe or something. I thought it was the mouthpiece for a brass I'm like, instrument. no one asked me what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, you have short hair. You know what a lug wrench is, right? <laughs> but you, you were I'm outs- like, I thought a lug was a lesson until graduation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everything is just a, get a lesbian I know, acronym. Filter on everything, but, but yeah, the, the, the straightest thing was like I don't know if you heard it because you were outside, but I, I was like, it's a lug wrench, Kyle. I probably like, just ignored that part. <laughs> yeah, anyway. you're like I'm singing now. Also, <laughs> I'm recording a TikTok. I, I, <laughs> how are you? Uh, well, you answered. You're you're one of my close friends. 
you, you haven't earned best friend status. Whoa. Great. We'll get there. I just discovered a riff. We've known, <laughs> we've known each other for 11 years. Oh, my God. Everyone else has left you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. well, I'm the only one here through thick and thin. So true. Don't say true things to me. Okay. My uh, straightest thing is my latest favorite song is called did I use this already are you oh no okay uh it's called Tia Tamara and it's a woman by talking Doja about Cat? yes I love that song and she's talking about my boobs are big like Tia and Tamara yeah and the, of course gay men are supposed to be scared of any kind of lady part so the fact that that's like my jam right now it's very good check it out it's that's really my, good it, it is so good that's my straightest thing my gayest thing is I had to educate my psychiatrist on the fact that uh, like like the mental health risks of LGBT people. She was like, oh, it's interesting. Like she was just clearly just kind of pontificating on like, oh, I guess it'd probably be harder, you know, more likely to be depressed for LGBT people. And I was like, yes, LGBT people have an increased risk for mental health issues, including depression and suicide. And it, like I had to tell like the emotional labor. I had to tell like I had to inform her about my marginalizedness and the risks that oh my god you don't like, have a queer psychiatrist no no do you, no. Do you have a therapist yes okay good is she is he she they she, are queer she's not queer okay but i love her okay good i as long as there's a therapist in the picture yes yes yeah and that's why my psychiatrist is like but what drugs do i need and we just can get into that yeah. and she's like like have you ever considered drinking coffee in the morning i'm like fuck you give me drugs like yeah my oh, therapist, i am on i forget um well anything on, like adderall Butrin? <laughs> that I think that I don't know. No. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying o- to find a new Adderall dealer. <laughs> oh, I can ask I my psychiatrist some. for some, yeah. and she'll tell me about like plants and running, and, and I can be like, like, "But great, no, can I have, no. give me the drugs? <laughs> give me the speed. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Um, so that's it. Yeah, that's cool. it. So a special thank you to Hot Takes with Hot Dykes. Yay. Thank you so much Thanks for, being for here. having yeah. us. Yeah. Mike and Kyle and Dan. Yeah, check out their podcast. And thanks to all the lesbians out there in the world, whether they have gay <gasps> friends or not. Yay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. 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 That's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.